Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode wow. 50, the one where I try to get rid of this cold before I see Rogue One tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah. Not going to happen, but I'm seeing that movie come out of high water. <clears throat> um, yeah, I apologize in advance for all the coughing, <laughs> sneezing, sniffling, aching, stuffy head fever that I'm going to I'm be... sure a lot of other people are feeling that yeah. way, too. So, what up, MDB? What up, the Feisty Ninja? What up, Fred? Ryan Bauer, Azik Madrid, Jonathan, Jade Dragon, Fred Bushi, Common Boy. Talking hockey before the show started. Wow, you that. guys are nerds. Yeah, Did you get shoved in lockers. Jackie, kids? hello. Hey, How's everybody, everybody doing? Everybody like my sweater? It's a very nice sweater. Is it real? Oh yeah, look it's at that. really stitched in there. Oh, look at that. It says Merry Christmas, cause Sonic. Doesn't care about being politically correct. That's, that's He's a true. Christian right here. <laughs> <laughs> this I, proves it. I used to have it's a, from a Simpsons episode. It's Sonic. It's a banner of Sonic proposing to Amy, and it's, it says Sonic the Hedgehog says, "Wait until marriage." Oh my god! Give me a nap, a tissue, okay. because I don't know what happened, but this Dunkin' Donuts coffee is just leaking everywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna be. Spoiler alert, I'm probably going to be using those throughout the show. Alright. Um, not a lot of crazy things to talk about. Not too much. I have some things to talk about, but I think the big thing to talk about is the fact that we are getting another Star Wars movie uh, yeah. tomorrow. Officially Friday, but you know most of us are seeing it tomorrow. Um, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. The first Star Wars movie to not have Skywalker in it. To not be about the Skywalkers at mm. all. Actually, no, Darth Vader's in it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. Um, but it's not a mainline Star Wars story. Right. Um, John Williams isn't doing the music. There's no opening crawl. It is not about the conflict um, between the Skywalker family. It's about something else entirely. Um, it's a big gamble for Disney. That you know Nobody's ever done anything like this before. They, they know that it's not going to make as much money. As... Right. Episode seven, right? Um, and but they're like, I think it's gonna it's gonna do well, do really well though. Yes. Two billion dollars. I mean, probably not, but right. You know, but you $2 know, billion dollars. Did that, you say? Yeah, Rogue One, not number one. Force Awakens got like around, like close to that. God damn. Yeah. Um. However, it may be a big gamble. It's risky, and it's supposed to be like very different in tone and style to the main saga movies. But apparently that doesn't matter because it currently has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. The critical consensus Rogue One draws deep on Star Wars mythology while breaking new narrative and aesthetic ground and suggesting a bright future, a bright blockbuster future for the franchise. What so people are digging this new this new movie. I'm seeing what The Force Awakens got. 92. 92. Okay. Yeah. Now, The Force Awakens, you can attribute that, you know, to it be sticking so close to the traditional Star Wars formula. Right, that is true. Rogue One apparently breaks the all trends. It's like it's not. I mean, it looks aesthetically like that's what I want. Yeah, that's exactly I, what I, I want. I feel like this will make up for anybody who was disappointed by uh, Force Awakens being too similar to A New Hope. I feel like this will be what you're looking for. They they compare it to Vietnam movies. Um, Hell yeah, that's know, what I want. War movies. It gets very serious um, in tone in the film. I saw. Um, the film theorists, you know, the game theorists, spin-off channel, they did a video uh, comparing Rogue One to the Battlestar Galactica remake, 
mm-hmm. because you know Battlestar Galactica when it started was pretty much a Star Wars knockoff. It was you know high space opera. Battlestar Galactica remake is new space opera where everything is you know very serious, dark. You know it's not about the whimsy so much as it is you know the the drama and the science of it and the technical aspects of it. There are no clear good guys and bad guys and things like that. A lot of Star Wars is, I mean, there's clear bad guys, but you they have clear motives and you can kind of sympathize with, sympathize with them. Yeah. And that's what I think makes great Star Wars villains. Yeah. But, you know, this is saying that, it, you know, everyone seems to be on board with this. Um, it's, you know, it's different, but it's in all the right ways. Um, it's not, it's not a perfect movie, but it's gonna, it's gonna be what you want. In a Star Wars movie, and it takes the franchise in a new direction, and that's it's good. What, it's what Star Wars fans want. So Star, Star Wars fans want might not necessarily be what the like mid tier or low tier fans want in a Star Wars movie Probably. because they're they're they might be expecting something completely different. Right. Yeah. Um, but we want more lore. We want we want something closer to what we've experienced in the games and the books. yes, exactly. So, you know things that you know get can get very dark or sometimes can get very you know magical even you know. there's a lot of war in star wars yeah. that we don't get to see in the movies and this this movie apparently um is more focused on the actual war yeah there is an it's now become infamous but vox's review says that this is the first star wars movie to be about war now there's a lot wrong with that headline because all the star wars yeah. movies are about war <laughs> but this is like this is like the saving private ride this yeah exactly this is front line because i mean when i think about war in star wars i immediately think of episode two is that when uh obi-wan's fighting general grievous that's episode three episode three yeah. i don't know they all suck yeah. they all blur together um because those movies there was a lot of war in those movies but you only really see you only really follow the two yeah characters you know you don't see like the actual like actual frontline people dealing with yeah it you know and this is granted this is a rogue team yeah. but like yeah these are these are the the infantrymen yeah uh fox's headline is rogue one is the first star wars movie to acknowledge the whole franchise is about war yeah no that's yeah that's not, not that's, <laughs> that's not that's just not at true. all <laughs> You should uh I forgot what the hashtag is, but if you go on Episode to, four It the, the, the it starts off with him go wanting to go to the Imperial Academy. It's the first line of the opening crawl is it is a time of intergalactic civil war. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great hashtag going around. Um what the hell is it called? It's like Vox does movies and it's just you know, if Vox were to review other movies like like you know, things like uh, back to the Future Three is the first time the franchise, you know, is about getting back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. Oh, Gremlins Two finally says what we're all thinking. This movie is about Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find. I gotta find the hashtag. So you, I'm sure you guys can find it on Twitter without me bringing up the hashtag. But you know, just look it up. It, they, they got some pretty good stuff in there. Jackie brings up the Clone Wars. Did it that very well. It did, yeah. From what I've seen in the Clone Wars, they do, you know, go into that. The first animated Clone Wars, the the, the, the traditional hand-drawn anime by Jendi Chodakovsky, that yeah, is yeah, like I remember a little bit of that. Ninety percent frontline battle. She also brought up uh, that it doesn't have an opening crawl. Uh, yes, Rogue One, which mm-hmm. we talked about, 
I think on this show. Yeah, before. I mean that's that's a big thing because I think it's fine. Yeah, I think that's good. And, you know, one that that can differentiate it from you know the mainline Star Wars movies, the main saga movies, and also too, I mean it's you know it that's important part of tradition in the opening crawl, but. You know, Rogue One and the other Star Wars story movies, like the Han Solo movie and the Boba Fett movie, if they're still making the Boba Fett movie, those need to be different. And I really themselves. like how it's called Rogue One, a yeah. Star Wars story or whatever, because it takes Star Wars out of the beginning of the title, so you know that it's separate. Yeah. You know that it's a different thing. Mm-hmm. Jackie said, this is one of the movies where you need a text crawl. I've had so many people asking me what exactly this movie is. Uh... Non-hardcore fans are going to be so confused. That's what I was saying before, that uh, mid-tier or low-tier fans might not expect. But everybody should know what this is about. This is about getting the Death Star plan for episode even I've I've had people ask me the same thing, and I don't even tell them that. I tell them it's about the construction of the Death Star. Because it it kind of is. You know, that story goes hand in hand. You know, and if they ask, you know, why would that be interesting? Then you just give them a little more detail. Oh, because there's this band of rebels who like are trying to steal the plans for the Death Star and then bring it back to, you know, the rebels. So I'm looking for the hashtag. I can't find it. If I find it, I'll throw it into the into the chat. Uh, it's. I should also. Are we gonna do a reaction? I would like. I. Hopefully, because we're gonna do. We're gonna do. Yeah, it. we're gonna. Just do when do you want to do it? <laughs> um, if you know, I should be back. I'm seeing the movie tomorrow at seven thirty. Yeah, so I'm seeing probably, it at eight. Um, so you know, so yeah, when you get home. Yeah. All right. All right. So do we'll that. have one up sometime on Friday then. Okay. Yeah. Or sometime this yeah. weekend <laughs> or early. You'll this weekend. see it. Yeah. So we're gonna see it at our earliest availability. Yes. And we will. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening to this after we're live, you probably uh, you could probably go click on our reaction. Yep. Um. Blah, blah. MDB says maybe if there's a new game that looks up my alley. Oh, I don't know. He's talking. He's not talking to me. <laughs> oh, he said I really enjoy Star Wars games, and I play. I enjoyed episodes four through six. But honestly, I don't think I'm interested in new Star Wars stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Episode Seven? Because it, it is great. It is fantastic. I mean, if you're heavily invested in the expanded universe, I can understand yeah. why you might be frustrated that they just wiped it out. Yeah. Because we were into the expanded universe and yeah. all the old games and stuff. But I mean, there's so much, and if you read everything, I could see why you would be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I know people who are like upset that like a lot of these characters aren't coming back. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, Thrawn came back. He's in Rebels. Yeah, good. So. They needed to do that. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. You know, slowly but surely, we will get more. You know, Star Wars classic characters yeah. involved. JKL asks, "Why are you guys seeing it separate?" And then Rael immediately responds, "They each have their own group of friends." True. Yes. But more than that. It's every man for himself when you get yeah, tickets really, something I, like this. <laughs> yeah, it, it's you know, it's kind of sad because like back in the day, we used to all like his friends and my friends would all go together at like yeah. one big group because like we would see pretty much every comic book movie at midnight. Yeah, and we would be like, we're going to we're going to this theater, 
uh, and we're going to see it at 12 o'clock, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, they they push the movies earlier. Yeah. So they come out at like 7, and all of the showings sell out immediately. So And it's assigned seating. Yeah. So if you get a whole lot of tickets, you might be locked out by the time you go to check out. Yeah. Um, back in the day, we would just get there. We would be forced to get there early, so we would, if we got the same theater, we would just sit together. Yeah. You know, it's not a big deal. But now it's gotten so bad. Even my own, I'm going with my friends, and we're not sitting together. <laughs> I'm just going with me and my fiance. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the easiest thing to do. Just go see movies by yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going with Vicky, but yeah. all the other people are somewhere else. Yeah. So, it's... uh. Yeah, see, getting two tickets, fine. Getting a whole lot, it's, it's that was it's, another thing too. It took me forever to get tickets for this movie. Like my friend had, yeah, the website, yeah, of Fandango and movie tickets. Nope, my wallet's upstairs, but I do have them. So. You have them. You yeah, physically yeah. have. I, I need to return yeah. four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got tickets for all different times. Yeah, because just in case I was freaking out when it happened. I don't blame you. All right. I want to say that if you go to lootcrate.com, <laughs> you can get 10% off your first crate if you use the promo code WOLFDEN. Because you know what? I bet you have somebody that you got to get a Christmas gift for, and you don't yes, want to spend too yes. much money. And if, I mean, they probably like nerdy stuff. Yeah. So if you go, to, again, go to lootcrate.com slash WOLFDEN and enter the promo code WOLFDEN to get 10% off your order, you yeah. know. So this way, the special someone in your life can get a little special box, a little mystery. Or you can be a selfish bastard and get it for yourself. Either way, yes. lootcrate.com slash wolfden with the promo code wolfden. Uh, do we know what December's crate is yet? Is it still a secret? Revolution, I think. Revolution. Yes. Oh, it's going to be Star Wars stuff. Uh, there's going to be some Star Wars stuff. There's going to be. But the ad for it had Assassin's Creed. Um, and a couple of other things. Hold on, let me, let me pull. I up. see a Pikachu, but that has nothing to do with it. This month's theme uh, features fr- uh, franchises: Assassin's Creed, the movie, uh, Mr. Robot, <laughs> Firefly, uh, and oh, something from Pop Vinyl, and something from Sideshow Collectibles. Sideshow, yeah, that's so that's, that's Sideshow. Sideshow is legit. Yeah, Sideshow. Hopefully, the pop is a Star Wars pop. Yeah. I, th- I just don't think they can say Star Wars. Because don't they have their own crate? No, they can say Star Wars. It's it's on the main page. It's one of the logos on the main page. Is it? Yeah. I thought Star Wars had their own crate and they can't no. really like say it. Yeah, no, right there. Our feature partners. Oh, okay. It's right there. Never mind. So. That'd be lame if there's no Star Wars. Yeah. I'll be upset. Um, but yeah, Doctor Strange crate was cool. Yeah. Look forward to our next crate. <laughs> Hold on, I got a Twitter DM. Uh, Gilbert says, Bob, there has never been any good Sonic sweaters. <laughs> that was good. I like what you did there. <laughs> uh, the hashtag, did, did you say the hashtag? No, I couldn't hash? find the hashtag. It's Fred DM me. He says, Vox explains movies. There hashtag you go. Vox hashtag Vox explains movies. Oh, sh- I just clicked the wrong thing. Thank you, Fred. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? So, I got a new job. Yes, you did. I now 
do one video a week for ShoddyCast, the YouTube channel, mm -hmm. and I do the art of video games. I just wanted to announce that, even though <laughs> I made an update video. Yes, you did. Also, uh, I got a new laptop. Yes. Because my old one was a work laptop, and this I had, is, I had to trade that laptop, in because yeah. this new job doesn't come with a laptop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had to change my whole workflow. Yes. So what I did was, I got a separate hard drive. This is going to be boring for you non-techies. <laughs> I got a new hard drive. I got a Lacey. Yes. yes. I transferred everything from my internal hard drive to the Lacey hard, external hard drive. Right. So now I can use my desktop, and then when I got to go, I just unplug it, plug it into here, boom, got all my stuff, got Creative Cloud, everything's, you know. Yeah. Transfer everything between all different things. Everything's hunky-dory. When I plug it into that computer, mm -hmm. it automatically backs up everything that's on that drive into mm. the internal drive. That's not good. Why is that not good? Oh, I thought you, never mind. I thought you <laughs> missed something else. Yeah, when I plug it in, there's a carbon copy that goes, oh, things change, and it whatever change from that hard drive gets dumped I thought into. it was. I thought it was just copying everything onto the hard drive again, no, 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 no. taking up space. That's what no, I thought. No, it just takes whatever is different and yeah. just moves it. Okay. So I have a an exact copy all of the time on that computer. Okay, that's pretty cool actually. Um and it works amazingly well. I'm mm -hmm. surprised it works as well as it did. I didn't think it was gonna go over that well. I also have Dropbox on there and I have Dropbox on here. Whenever right. I plug it in, it also syncs the to the cloud. So yeah, everything yeah. syncs great. Yes. Uh and that took a while to get everything to transfer that hard drive because it's two terabytes. Yeah. Uh it took like two days to get everything to work, but mm -hmm. it worked and it wasn't that big of a pain in the ass. The next day, my computer had a weird because I have a Hackintosh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a home-built Mac. It had a weird update, and the NVIDIA drivers, the the graphics card drivers, were like, "Oh, uh, sorry, you you can't update right now. But you need, uh, we're not gonna work for you, and you need you need an update." And I was like, "Well, well it, it said you need to update. You need this version in order to update." And I was like, "I have that version. That's the version I have." So I freaked out. I up I accidentally updated and you're not supposed to update a Hackintosh mm. and everything was fine. Everything worked fine. Okay. Even though it was weird and I was scared. Yeah. Everything was fine. The next day I turn on my computer and it's like, nah, sorry. <laughs> computer just won't work. Wow. I had a dead computer for two days. That's scary. Two days I had a dead computer. I used this. Mm -hmm. So now I have to make my videos on this. <laughs> so that didn't work. Even though it's seamless and that's what I wanted. Yeah. It's a little scary to have to do it on here. But I did a lot of finagling. My computer's back to life as if yeah. nothing ever happened. The hard, That's What funny. happened was the hard drive corrupted. Oh. The main OS drive yeah. completely died. Oh, wow. Somehow I was able to get some stuff off of that. That's good. And I used a different hard drive because I have a million hard drives. Yes, now. as you do. And my computer, as you can see, is acting like nothing ever happened. Yep. I'm pretty amazed by that. Yeah. So That's my story. <laughs> Let's talk about... Uh, ukulele. Well, okay, you know that game. I do know that. Game. What is that game? That is a game from um, Platonic, I believe, is the company. They are former developers of Rare. The team they were the team that made Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie for the N sixty four, and it was a kickstarted game. Um, it's a basically a spiritual successor to the Banjo Kazooie series. is a three D character platformer featuring a lizard named Yuka and a bat named Lele Ukulele. Um, <laughs> and you know they just go on big you know fun adventures indie game yes kickstarted coming out on like every platform because it reached all the stretch goals coming out on every platform mm -hmm. so if you had a Wii U mm. and you wanted to play it on Wii U 
you kickstart it and you say, I want to play that thing on Wii U. Yep. And you give them your money and you say, I can't wait for this thing to come out on Wii U. Yeah. It's not coming out on Wii U anymore. That's unfortunate. <laughs> they said due to unforeseen technical issues mm. that they weren't expecting, it is not going to come out on Wii U. They're just canning it. They're just not doing it. Yeah. However, they're, they're, they said it's more than likely coming to the Switch. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a very smart move. Yes. Uh, I don't... Well, it, it would be a smart move even if it wasn't canceled on Wii U. Right. You know. I just, like... First of all, this game is built for the Xbox One and PS4. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't think the graphics are going to be that much crazier compared to the Wii U because it's not a very, like... Yeah, it's not... High-fidelity you know, game. It's you know, Unreal 4 it, or... It's mostly... Or anything like that. It's just mostly flat... Yeah. ...colors and stuff. Uh, and simple uh, shapes. Yeah. Not a lot of polygons, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Very cartoony. Um, I... Th- I think that when this game comes out, it's the Switch is going to be the hotness. The Switch is going to be what everybody's yeah. going to want to play. Whenever I get a new console, I don't want to ever touch the old one again. <laughs> I want everything to be on the new one. Right. So who is the middle guy? Who's the person who's going to be pissed that they kickstarted this game for Wii U and it's now only coming to Switch? I mean, I'm sure there are a handful of people who are disappointed by Because most of the people who are kickstarting this are people our age who yeah. grew up with Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. I would, you know, I would like to see what the, you know, what the s- statistics are on, like, people who, like, actually wanted it on Wii U as opposed to the other consoles. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have that. Yeah. With their kickstarter yeah, yeah. Well, i mean when i i didn't kickstart ukulele but neither I, did i i kickstarted mighty number no. nine yeah. and uh and now they, he'll never kickstart another game again they sent out three different surveys asking you what system you wanted it on yeah yeah so that's they send out a survey they say what do you want it on and then they give you a code and that's mm-hmm. the code that they give it to you on what are you looking up right now sorry uh you reminded me of once some new systems out you don't want to play the old one lost odyssey Lost Odyssey is free this weekend on Xbox. Munchers. Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey. Oh. Lost Odyssey was a was an, a Japanese RPG exclusive to the Xbox 360. Um, made by Mistwalker Games, which I believe some of the original Final Fantasy people made it. It came out on 360. It is now officially backwards compatible uh, for the Xbox One. Um, and because it's the 300th backwards compatible game, they're celebrating by giving it away for free this weekend. I'm probably never going to play it, but I'm going to get it right now because yeah. it's free. Why not? <laughs> but yeah, three. Sorry to derail your whole no, that's fine. Whatever. conversation, but three. You know, there's 300 games available for the X. 300 uh, backwards compatible games available for the Xbox One. That is a quarter of the Xbox 360's library in like a year. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty good, if you ask me. I oh, know. I know this game. Yeah. I know by the cover now. Yeah. So. I mean, it might, you know, I would say probably by the time uh, Scorpio was released, they might be up to half. That would be pretty interesting. You know. They should just do all of them. I'm sure there's Dump like... them out. There's like some weird licensing is. issues. Well, no, it's technical issues, too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Because, uh, well, that's the thing. Yeah, they have to actually, like, remake all of these. Not remake, but they have to change a lot of the game. They have to pretty much wrap every game in its own uh, emulator. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. Because uh, Xbox One is like a PC, 
the Xbox 360 is like its own proprietary yeah. thing because they didn't want. I think the Xbox 360 pirating. is actually a power PC chip. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I what think. a backwards. I know. <laughs> wow. Uh, ukulele comes out in March 2017, just in time. Yes. For the Switch. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to launch. It's on not going to be a launch game for Switch. No, definitely no. not. I mean, they said they're interested in it. That probably means they don't have the dev kits for it. That's true. Yeah, they definitely don't have the dev kits for it. <sighs> so, hope no one was excited for Wii U uh, ukulele. Hope no one was excited for Wii U anything. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Oki Drift asks, Hey, Bob, what are your thoughts on Ark Survival Evolved released on PS4? I've never played it. It looks cool. I've seen people play it, and it looks cool. Have you heard of that game? Yeah, I heard of it. I think it was in like early access on Xbox 360 for a long time. It's yeah. like one of those um, survival games that's really popular right now, but it's with dinosaurs. Um, I've heard that is one of the few games that does like the early access mentality like right. Yeah. Because, you know, the game came out, and it was playable, but it was clearly not finished. But like they developed it over time. They actually it, worked. Yeah, on it. they actually worked on it, and it got better. Not like Daisy. It's still in, you know, early access as far as I know. But you know, people like it and they enjoy it. Yeah, so. it's it's coming along. Yeah. Let's stick to video games. Okay. Um, I want to talk about Shigeru Miyamoto. Yes. Uh, so last week we totally like right after Wolf Den Live, they freaking went on Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Fallon. Fallon, I always get that wrong. <laughs> Went on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Reggie was on there with him, mm-hmm. showing him Super Mario Run. Yes. And Jimmy Fallon was playing Super Mario Run. Right. Immediately after that, they didn't say if this was going to happen. They showed him the Switch. He got to play the Switch. And it was Breath of the Wild, Zelda Breath yes. of the Wild, running in real time on the Switch. We didn't get any new information out of right. it. Right. We've seen that already in the commercials. It's just this is the first time we're seeing it live. Yeah, I did notice that when he went to go take the the switch out of the the dock, uh-huh. um, the screen that it was playing on turned off because well they changed what was on that screen. Yeah. They didn't want you to see it actually disconnect. So I have a feeling that's going to be like an ugly. It's going to yeah, be pretty ugly. Might, like when you out. when you unplug like a DVD player from yeah, the it'll TV make like a this. thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's fine. Who cares? But for some reason, they didn't want you to see that. Also, it looked like Reggie was shaking a little bit. Like, is this going to work? He's pro- Reggie, I wouldn't be surprised if Reggie is like really nervous about yeah. all this. He's probably like walking on eggshells because he answers directly to Japan. And he, he's probably a little frustrated with their decisions sometimes. Yeah. So he's really hoping this pays off. Reggie was on stage with uh, Fallon. Fallon. In the audience was Miyamoto. Uh-huh. And next to him was that guy who does the directs. Uh, Bill Trennan. Whatever his, his translator, right? Is he a translator? He's I, got glasses. Yes, I, he, a white guy. Yeah, he has an official title at Nintendo. I don't know what it was, but he's also Miyamoto's official translator. Oh wow! Yeah, that is an awesome gig. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he was right next to him. Uh, Fallon acted like he was surprised that Miyamoto was there. Of course, uh, uh, you, you can't miss him. He was like right in the front yeah. of the audience. Um, and Miyamoto also got to play uh, the Super Mario theme with the Roots. Yeah. That was cool. That's rad. But that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Friday, Super Mario Run comes out. 
Yes. So oh, in yeah, two days right. from yeah. now. I'm stoked. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but it's it's a Nintendo game, it's a Mario game, and it's a mobile game. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with all those. I like mobile games. Yeah. I don't give a what you think. Oh, great. <laughs> I was hoping this would be an easy show. No nope, person. too bad. Not well. Miyamoto was quoted the other day. He said, I'm an artist. No. Why is this? <laughs> I took the quote like a dyslexic guy and flipped it. <laughs> His quote is, I'm a designer, not an artist. Yeah. Of course, I didn't read the article and highlight parts. Yeah, it sounds like you. I'm a designer. I don't think of myself as creating works. I really think of myself as creating products for people to enjoy. That's why I've always called my pro- my games products rather than works of art. He's one of those. He's one of the people who actually doesn't think games are art. Him of all people. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole yeah, that whole argument. But yeah, he's he's surprisingly one of the proponents of games are not art, which is interesting. Wait, wait. Just two years. This is a uh, digitaltrends.com. Uh-huh. Just two years ago, it seemed that Miyamoto may have taken a slightly more pro art stance on the subject. He admitted that there was sameness in the video game industry due to companies closely monitoring success and that creative and that quote creativity is still immature, but that companies will likely be able to take more risks in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. There's a lot of sameness because people want to play it safe. Everybody's copying the call of duty uh, model. This is another quote because of that. What it's allowed me to do is focus on other projects like Super Mario Run on the Universal Theme Park or the Universal Theme Park. Yeah, I'm going to keep looking for op- for these opportunities where I can where I can to do something new and fun. Basically, what he's saying is that it's not art what he does because he's trying to make something that is going to sell yeah. and that people are going to like and enjoy like a lot. I completely disagree. <laughs> Because if a movie can be art, that is also a product right. that you're selling. There are uh, he he's he's just talking about Mario. He's right. talking about what he made. Right. Let's look at something like Transformers, the movie. Mm-hmm. That is not no. That, that is, is not a masterpiece. That is not no. an art house film. That no. is a product that is meant to sell to China yeah. and to toys and then make toys out of it and stuff. But a lot of art has to go into that. Yeah. Miyamoto himself started, he wanted to be a manga yeah. uh, artist. That's how he want, He just wanted to draw manga. Yeah. Then he decided video games were more interesting. So he started working at Nintendo and he did the graphic design for some of the arcade cabinets. Yeah. And he did all the original concept, draw, a lot of the original concept drawings for Mario. If you go to the Nintendo World, yeah. you see his you drawings, see his up drawings there. Are, yeah. He is an he is an artist. Right. It's just what he doesn't consider what he does on the Mario games now art. Right. Because he he's trying to morph it into something that people are going that a mass audience is gonna want to buy. Right. I can see why he might think that uh it might not be as fulfilling as something like really artful, mm-hmm. something that you really want to do because you're doing it for other people. But there's still a lot of art that goes into it. Yeah. That's what I have to say about that. All right. Um but yeah, he's developed he like 
he he might not want to be developing a mobile game, right? But he knows a lot of people are going to buy it. He knows a lot of people are going to mm-hmm. like it. I think Mario. I see Mario as there's a there's he's he's a mascot. He's a character that yeah. like is made to be sold. Mm-hmm. But he morphed into that. You know, he yeah. wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. And still, like Mickey Mouse <laughs> is a work of art. Yeah. Why can't Mario be a work of art? Right, guys? <laughs> Tevius says, I think the video games industry is broken. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, f- Madrai Bread, Sweary 65 games are completely unique and bad in a lot of ways, but I love them to death because I love what his idea of a game is. Whose games? Sweary 65. Uh, he's created Deadly Premonition. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's true. That is a very weird game, and in some cases very unplayable but that that has one of the biggest cult followings of any game i've seen he also says i think when they play it safe is when games get boring mm-hmm. it's why i love crazy games where someone clearly had complete creative control it's often not good but it's so crazy that it's enjoyable see it's true that is very true i don't like when they play it safe with something like a shooter yeah you know they always try to do the call of duty model mm-hmm. but there there's some merits to sameness like having the same control scheme so it's familiar yeah that's cool and nintendo is polished they're known for their polish yeah. you know for having just good games they don't play it safe all the time even though they're polished like that yeah i would attribute them to something like apple yeah where it's solid it's a good idea it's very innovative but it's they sometimes make really dumb decisions because mm-hmm. in the in the name of innovation, right. they make really really dumb, stupid, idiotic decisions. Like removing all the ports on a computer except for the Thunderbolt C port, which nobody uses, yep. or forcing Star Fox to have motion controls. <laughs> yes, forcing Star Fox to have motion controls. Uh. Could have been a good game. I remember playing that at E3. And the girl was like, so what do you think? And I was like, I... Something's not That right. didn't feel good. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we could have recalibrated it. Oh, thanks for telling me after I waited online for an hour yeah. and a half. Uh. Uh, Jackie says, Pokemon in terms of story has truly evolved over the years. Pun intended. Oh, I get it. It's cute. <laughs> Alright, what do you got over there? What do I got? I, that's um, That's all the stories I have. Speaking of art and high art, Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, all right, so I think regard- if graffiti is art, Suicide Squad's art. The Suicide Squad. <laughs> if Hot Topic is art, Suicide Squad is art. Um, regardless of what you thought of Suicide Squad, I think the consensus was Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn was one of the high points of that movie. Would you agree? She was good. Yeah. Um, this is this is sort of like older news, but you know Warner Brothers wants to make a harley quinn solo movie i wish there was more to her character but yes well there there is like there have been successful solo runs like she, now she has like a two-year-long run no i mean like book. margot oh, robbie's movies. like there was yeah. like i didn't feel a lot of depth going on right well maybe now in this new solo film that she's getting um there will be but it's not just any solo film it is uh Gotham City Sirens. Okay. Now, Gotham City Sirens was a comic series that came out a couple of years ago, right in 2009, 
around when uh, Bruce Wayne died. And by died, I mean, he looks like I sent back in time. Yeah, um, fight his way back. Yeah. And it was um, it was a story about uh, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman teaming up to, you know, fight a crime family in Gotham City. So that's what Gotham City Sirens was about. And now it looks like instead of Harley Quinn getting her own solo movie, we're going to get that. It's going to be her, Poison Ivy, and Oh, it's got to be another team up. Yeah, I see. I, I see. I see where this is going. But here's where things get a little bit. At can't least just, can't just do a solo movie. You got to throw other people in there. Well, because they don't trust women to run movies on their own. Mm, They're not smart right. enough. They yeah. need men. Yep. Speaking of men, they already have a director for this movie, and it's David Ayer. Now, David Ayer is, if, for those of you who don't remember, directed Suicide Squad. Yeah. And that movie did not go the way he wanted it to. <laughs> That movie did not go the way Warner Brothers wanted it to. Wasn't received the way they wanted it to. Wasn't well. Okay, no. Not only that, David Ayer came out and was like, "This is the movie I wanted to make." <laughs> well, no, not, not just that. Like David Ayer made a version of the movie. Warner Brothers didn't like it. They redid the whole thing and to the, their specifications. Right. And I did hear that. But then he came out like the day the movie came out and was like, "This is my version of the movie." He's probably just doing that to save face. He absolutely was, but yeah. he's a liar then. But okay. Point standing is why would David Ayer be involved in this movie again? Because he wasn't well, a chance. I I guess, but and, like, and Warner Bros. like, who cares? You made us so much money anyway. Yeah, Suicide Squad did make a lot of money, but like a normal person would be like, a mad that you know Warner Brothers completely redid the movie and it, it wasn't what he wanted to, or b the studio would be like, we can't work with this guy again. He almost ruins the last movie. We need somebody new. Yeah. So, that's just baffling to me, but... We're also only thinking in terms like, the movie made a lot of money. Yes. The movie sold a lot of tickets. Right, well... Sold a lot of DVDs. Yeah, if, if a movie makes a lot of money, you know, sells a lot of tickets, makes, sells a lot of DVDs, it's going to get a sequel. But it also sold so much merch. It did. Like, so yes. much merch. How many Harley Quinns and Jokers did you see at Halloween? Yeah, how many kids at your high school are wearing uh, the shirt that's Jared Leto's Joker and Harley Quinn? Yeah. A version of that. It's... That's why they're like, yeah, do it again. Who cares? Yeah. They'll they'll watch it. They'll buy stuff. So, I mean, it'll be cool to see, you know. David Ayer, just people don't like him. Yeah. He's not going to have a good name for himself. But I mean, it'll be cool to see Catwoman on the big screen again as long as they cast it right. And, you know, we'll finally get to see Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy's special relationship on in live action for all you yes. pervs out there. I will be seeing this movie. <laughs> Um, is Jared Leto's Joker going to be in it? Hasn't been confirmed. I would imagine he's going to be involved somehow. Or, or, because not only are we allegedly getting that, but we're also, we are also going to be getting a Suicide Squad 2. Just what everybody wanted. And a Deadshot spinoff. Will Smith was not the best part of that movie. Will Smith's Deadshot, while great, is not Deadshot. It's Will Smith. Yeah. It's just Will Smith. And Deadshot is not good on his own. He is at his best either as part of Suicide Squad or Secret Six or as an antagonist. 
So what you're saying is we're some sort of Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> <laughs> and Batman will be sprinkled about all these because they can't just have them all yeah, by themselves. Because... Right. Just reboot the whole franchise. That, w- that would be lovely. Um, they're, they're too deep now. The they're, entire they're franchise. They're too deep now. Wonder Woman is finishing up. Justice League is finishing up. Uh, if they just pushed... Justice League 2, because Aquaman's going to start in the spring next year. Uh, Affleck's Batman is still being written, and Affleck said he's going to take his time because he's not going to rush it. Good. So They should do a Flashpoint. That should be the next movie. It's Flashpoint, and then they just retcon everything at the end of Flashpoint. Yeah. They, they, Either Flashpoint, Flashpoint ends, Point, and then they're like, oh no, everything's different now. Flashpoint, Crisis, Rebirth, I don't care. It just... Just fix it. <laughs> Just fix it. Rebirth after like four movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they did Rebirth after like four years of New 52, so. Meanwhile, Marvel's doing great. That uh, yes. that Spider-Man yes. trailer. Yes. I have, I have not been this excited for a Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man 3. I honestly haven't. Before. <laughs> before the movie Before we out. knew yes, that before, it was bad. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like I didn't, I was not this pumped for Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man movies at all. No, but like this is all new. You know why? This is incredible. Because the first Andrew Garfield movie had a terrible costume. That was an awful costume. Yeah. Then the second one we knew was already bad because the first one was bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I'm pumped. This is yeah. Be this awesome. is gonna be. Good. I don't know why they needed to throw Iron Man in. I feel like that was just to you know confirm that yes, this is a part of the Marvel universe. Yeah. Like that, because for the longest time it was Spider Man is not a part of the Marvel universe; he's his own separate thing. This right. is this is the biggest way to confirm that Spider Man is a part of this universe because you got the biggest star of the Marvel universe in the movie. It's a whole lot of money. Yes, yes, it is. Um, I'm still pumped for the Web Wings. Yeah, I'm very much so. I had to explain to my fiance's family friend, who's like a big Steve Ditko guy. I'm like, you got to see this new movie. Spider Man's got the Web Wings. They immediately know what you mean. Yes. Okay. Yes. I could give or take the one more. I know, but it's just it's just little things. Right. And the he's... eyes moving is yeah uh, is wow. Yeah. They did it. It looks great. Yeah. And we're getting smart mouth. Uh, yeah. Peter Parker. I just, every time I see the trailer, and he just goes, "Oh, that was awesome!" I giggle <laughs> like a child every time. It's great. That's gonna be good. Now, yeah. how many more movies until he is in the Avengers? He'll be in. Do you think they'll just keep saying that he's not an Avenger? No, he's going to be... If he's not in Infinity Gauntlet, he's going to be in Infinity Gauntlet. Here's what's going to happen. They're gonna He's going to be in these Marvel movies, and they're going to keep saying that he's not an Avenger because yeah. he's too young. Then he's going to do something awesome, and yeah. we're all going to be like, wow, that was awesome, and then he's going to be an yeah. Avenger. Well, he wasn't they're in... They're going to build him He wasn't up. an Avenger officially in the comics for a long time. Right. So, and he's, he's always in and out. Yeah. He's in and out of everything. He's a flaky guy. Yeah. Parker. He's, he's always trying to pay aunt may's rent and who's his friend okay so this is interesting um little fat kid everybody thinks it's miles morales's friend from the comics i can't remember his name but you know he's a little fat kid like in the comics it's not in the movie that is ned leeds ned leeds becomes hobgoblin oh yeah oh is he fat no (laughs) maybe just a mix yeah i think they're like combining the two. That's awesome. Yeah. So, He's awesome. 
He's yeah. going to be. We're going to like him. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to like him. We're going to like the villain because it's Vulture. Sam Raimi wanted to do Vulture in Spider-Man 3 and Spider-Man 4 when he was going to do Spider-Man 4. Now we finally get Vulture and it's Michael Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> he was in the trailer for like in the American trailer for like a second. Yeah. He he said like a line yeah. and you only see his face for a split second then you hear the line and it sounds nothing like Michael Keaton. Yeah. Like he is acting. Yeah. He's going to be fantastic. Be awesome. Also, because there were two trailers, there was an international trailer, and in the international trailer, we got our first look of Shocker. Yeah, the international really. trailer is much better. Yeah, that like that would be th- cool. There is totally different scenes in the international trailer if you haven't seen that yet. Gonke, Miles Morales' friend, is Gonke. That is a very ethnic name. Yes. <laughs> and we also don't know who uh, uh, Donald Glover is playing. I think. Hold on, because everybody thought he was going to be Miles Morales. Yeah. Well, because everybody wants him to be Miles Morales. Right. Uh, he's in the trailer next to Shocker, I think. Right. Yes. Yeah. In the international. Trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. I'm looking this up because I think they said who he's playing, but I might be wrong. They did not say who he's playing. Never mind. Still could be Miles Morales. That would be weird if they do a reverse Miles Morales. Like, Miles Morales is older than Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. That would be weird. That would be cool. I think the rumor is he's playing Prowler. Who? Donald Glover. Prowler? Who the hell is Prowler? This guy. Oh. Why? Why is that the rumor? Probably just because Prowler is black and Donald Glover I knew it was going to be that. I knew it was going to be because he's black. That's it. (laughs) That's dumb. That is very dumb. I I don't know. I I think it's we're they're starting in the Marvel universe. They're starting to talk about multiple universes. Yes. So we might get uh we could get an, another Spider Man. We could we could already we could flash forward right to the Spider Verse story that happened last year. I think they'll do something cool. I think yeah, they'll do something think wacky so. and cool. That'll be the post credit scene. Watch will be yeah. Miles Morales shows up. Or they'll nod to it at least because they know that everybody wants him to be Miles Morales. Yeah. Or Ben Riley, and it'll be the Clone Saga. <laughs> yeah. Because it. you know Sony still runs the show, and they don't like you very much. Oh, sh- dude, we froze. Did we? Yeah. Did the aud- did the audio freeze? Hello. Let Maybe us know if you can hear us. Oh no, the audio the audio is good. The video froze. Oh, that's not good. All right, you vamp froze. All right, um, all right. While you're up, maybe just jiggle the cable because the battery is dead. Battery's dead. Yeah, all yeah. oh, the batteries. Oh. Yeah. So, all right, you're good. All right, all right. So while he's doing that, um, let's talk politics. Not really. Um, is that the only topic? Now? No, I got I got a. It's the Wonder Woman topic. All right, so a few months ago, the United Nations uh, made Wonder Woman an honorary ambassador for the empowerment of women and girls worldwide. Not Linda Carter, not Gail Gadot, not Susan Eisenberg, not any of the actors, but the actual character of Wonder Woman uh, became an honorary ambassador for the United Nations. Now, of course... We can't have good things, and people were mad about this. 
Um, and in response to the backlash, uh, the United Nations has decided to revoke her title. Um, when concerned UN staff members created a petition asking that the character be reconsidered for her role, it noted her overtly sexualized image as a large-breasted white woman of impossible proportions, scantily clad in a shimmery, thigh-bearing bodysuit with an American flag motif and knee-high boots whose American flag-inspired outfit was not culturally encompassing or sensitive. Okay. A lot to unpack here. I understand being upset that a fictional character is being made uh, an ambassador for the United Nations um, when there are many real flesh and blood people um, who would probably be better suited for the role. Understandable. The arguments, however, are dumb because, yes, there are people who draw her highly sexualized, but Wonder Woman is probably the least overtly sexual female character in all of comics. Because I think there's a general understanding that she represents something more important than male fantasy. She represents something important to women and girls around the world. She's an icon for a reason. She survived for 75 years for a reason. She was picked as the magazine in the 70s, which was, you know, one of the leading feminist magazines of the era. So it was okay back in 1970s, but not not okay today. I mean, yes, her costume has been a sticking point for years now, whether or not it reveals too much and stuff. But... You know, the modern costume is a very good costume. It, it, you know, it covers up a lot more skin. It's more clearly armor than it is a bathing suit like it was traditionally drawn. And, you know, it's just... It's a nice gesture. It's, it's a nice PR move. That's all it really was. And then these people come in and they ruin it. And not only that... Not only that... But what I found out recently when this whole thing happened was that they did the same thing. They named a fictional character an honorary ambassador for the International Day of Happiness. Can you guess who that fictional character was? The International Day of Happiness? Yes, an ambassador for the International Day of Happiness. What fictional character did they name for that? Ren Hoek. No. <laughs> Mickey Mouse? No. Who? The Red Bird from Angry Birds. Oh, this is like a recent thing? Yeah. The Red Bird from Angry Birds can be <laughs> a, an honorary ambassador for the International Day of Happiness. That is... Why? The, wait, why? He's angry. I don't know. Because birds can... Because Angry Birds can be happiness ambassadors, but no woman can be an international ambassador for women. No woman? Uh, According to the United Nations, no fictional woman can be an ambassador for women. This is... That's dumb. uh, Oh, well, okay. So they're they're just saying that it's because of her uh, unrealistic proportions. Yeah, which she doesn't have. I mean, honestly, she's she's tall. She's very muscular. Again, in terms of her proportions, 
Liefeld has never drawn her. What, what they should have done was used a rendition of her, like a Cliff Chang or something. Yeah, they're using Nicholas Scott's artwork. And I think Nicholas Scott did the official drawing of her for it. Yeah. This image. Yeah, you know, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Because I, people are just uptight about having a really good-looking woman. <laughs> yeah. You know, like representing other women. That's the problem. Ugh. Wonder Woman is a symbol for women because her name is freaking Wonder Woman. Yeah. I don't think that she should be sexualized. In, no. It, when, you, when she's made to be a symbol like that, she should have, you know, clothes that cover her body. Yeah. And she should be, like, you know, a little thick. Not, like, fat. But yeah. like she's muscular, yeah. No, so make clearly, her muscular, not she's like a clearly skinny little muscular. Thing. Yeah, and I mean for the UN art, they they put her in her cape that she's been wearing a lot more of recently. I've noticed. So yeah, it's they didn't get Vamp- Vampirella to do it. They didn't get Catwoman. That one's to do good. It. Oh yeah, that's the classic. Uh, the class. That's what I mean. The classic ones are good because she's a little thick. Yeah, she's not like fat she's just like that she's got she's got, she's got she's something really muscular yes yeah, yeah that's the, f- the house art style of the 70s by uh jose luis garcia Lopez. yeah just put some pants on her though yeah <laughs> surprisingly the pants are a sticking point for some people yeah i just freaking give it up already they yeah. put pants on robin did yeah. anybody care then no yeah. because people wanted pants on robin but no everybody still says robin doesn't wear pants like get with the times man by the way, I switched the capture cards. Okay. So now now we're good. I had to screw with uh, the audio delay, though, so yeah. your audio might cut for a second or two. But that's that. Our Elgato freaked out. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but now we're good. So, yeah. So that was just my little public service announcement that um, you think the American government is screwed up. All governments suck and don't trust anybody. Move to the woods, buy a gun, and... Well, our government's not going to be politically correct anymore, so don't That's worry true. about that. Yeah, they're going to oh, International Woman Day, International Men Day, uh, International uh, uh, Grab a Woman by the I'm Day gonna... is all going to be a really super sexualized Wonder Woman as the mascot. I'm going to bleep that just because. <laughs> Why? Our president said it. Doesn't make it right, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. Um. So what do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, let's go to you guys in the chat because that's pretty much all we got. Leave it in the chat. You could also use the hashtag WolfDenLive on Twitter. Or you can leave a comment on last week's video. Uh, if you're listening to this afterwards, watching it afterwards or something. Mm-hmm. And we will get to it in the next week's video after that. Just like... Uh, frickin'. Oh, study troll. This one's interesting, and it pisses me off. Okay. Guys, I just realized I haven't seen any of your videos because you're automatically unsubbed. Have you heard about that happening around YouTube? Yeah. That is the second person to say that to me this week. Our friend Chris said, I'm not subbed to you anymore. That's weak. Oh, and on the same thread... N2KM. This same thing happened to me with Wolf Den and Game Explain. 
I missed about a month of videos because YouTube. Wow, Game Explain is a real YouTube channel, right? So it's <sighs> <sighs> annoying. Yeah, this is YouTube screwing up because that's people think it's because you don't watch enough videos. YouTube's like, oh, you don't watch them, yeah. so forget it. I don't know of a channel that I've unsubbed from. I've unsubbed from some videos that I watch regularly, like YouTube unsubbed. You? Yeah, I'm, I, that's baffling to me that yeah. they would do that. Um, I really gotta start screening these before I read them. <laughs> Gas Frost. I think we all are underestimating Nvidia and their Tegra architecture. No way the Nintendo Switch is using an X1. It's way too old. This is a different Nintendo we are witnessing. Let's wait and see. I hope so. Yeah. I hope it's different. Uh, because old Nintendo would use old architecture because they it's would. cheaper. Yes. Uh, way cheaper. Yeah. Uh, nickname my adds to that, and USB C is also the newest hardware. Um, even Spawn Waves thinks now it can reach PS4 power, and he first said it would be double as strong as Wii U due to recent things like a fan inside the dock. Also, look at the pictures of the inside of the indie game Seasons of he Seasons of Heaven. Yeah, I heard about that. Apparently, that's an Unreal Four. Game yeah. and that will run on that the Switch. That pisses me off a little bit. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't know why I have this, like, unreasonable, like, hatred for Unreal. Not yeah. hatred. But, like, I don't like when people are like, wow, it's an Unreal 4. It looks amazing. Like, it doesn't have to be an Unreal 4 to look amazing. I don't know. I'm That's not the reason I'm playing amazing. Gears 4 right now, and it's in Unreal 4, and it looks pretty good. I guess. Yeah, you know what? But it's Gears of War, so I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's freaking Gears of War. Um... And that they made Unreal. They made the Unreal Engine. Well, Gears isn't made by Epic anymore. Whatever. <laughs> um, I think that a lot of people are saying that the dock of the Nintendo Switch yeah. doesn't do anything. It's just a dock. Yeah. I think that that is going to allow it. Ooh, I have a little burp there. Yeah. I think that's going to allow it to up res to a TV. And that's why there's a fan in it because it's gonna have some stuff in it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's gonna do something. It looks like it has USB ports. On the I side. wouldn't be surprised. Well, they said the screen of the Switch was what? It's in the room was like 900p or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So the dock will up-res it to 1080p yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. And that's why there's fans in it because yeah. it's gonna be like a PS4 Pro. PS4 Pro up-res to 4K. Yeah. This is up-resing from 900p to 1080p. Mm -hmm. So, and that's not a lot. 900 yeah. to 1080p is not a lot. No. I wouldn't be surprised if the screen of the Switch is like 720 because you don't need that much going on yeah. in there. You know, I think in my video I say that it's 1080p. I don't know. I have no idea. I think that the dock is going to do something because <laughs> it's got fans in it, like this guy said. What does USB-C have to do with anything? I mean, I guess... Is there a rumor that it's going to have USB-C? I mean, I haven't heard of it. Maybe he's thinking that, you know, Nintendo will buck trend and put a modern... Mm interface in there we got I a lot of it. comments last week we did i'm surprised just call me schwick says melee actually did use pressure sensitive triggers but I, I don't think they did anything i mean it might have well those that was for the shield right the triggers use the shoulder buttons for the shields yeah and roll i would just use them for rolling around okay and you double tap to roll and that's why it's annoying to have the far travel of the trigger. Right. Because you, when you double tap, you have to double push all the way. Right. That was annoying. But yeah, what I mean, like, 
you know, like if you're playing a racing game and you have the pressure sensitive yeah. triggers, you you pull it. The harder you pull, the faster you'll go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think Melee did that. Yeah. He also said, "Am I the only person that never brings his electronics into the bath?" I guess he means uh, the, the toilet. Bath. Yeah. The only exception is my phone, and that never comes out of my pocket. I just feel like it gets icky, and I don't like it. No, I bring everything. Yeah. I put my laptop right on my lap. I don't care. What you could do is they do make um, sanitary wipes for electronics. You just buy a whole bunch of those, and that's true. Scrub. I need to restock up on those. Um, hold on, I just saw it. Kai Williams, Will, what are your thoughts on DC and Hanna-Barbera annual crossovers and backups? Also, what Hanna-Barbera cartoons would you like to see redesigned as comics? Um, so I don't know if you heard this, but DC is going to do a line of crossovers with the their superheroes and the Hanna-Barbera line. So we're going to get Space Ghost meets uh, Green Lantern. As an I did see that. I mean, that could be cool. They um, they were doing that for a while with Scooby-Doo and the Looney Tunes. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. Hanna-Barbera characters, I want to see get a comic. I I want, I wanted a Johnny Quest book, but the only person I wanted to draw it was Darwin Cook, and he is sadly no longer with us. Um, that said, I still would kind of want to see a Johnny Quest book. I think that would be rad. Uh, Muhammad Hader, what do you guys think about PewDiePie deleting his channel and the whole YouTube suggestion algorithm fiasco? Uh, also, congratulations, Bobby, and you thing with Shoddycast. I'm glad the whole... Full time YouTuber things happening. Oh, thank you so much. Um, PewDiePie deleting his channel. He did not. No, he deleted a secondary channel. Actually, somebody uh, informed me that I called that and I said that he was going to delete his second <laughs> channel. Uh, but no, of course he's not going to delete his freaking channel. Uh, the whole YouTube suggestion algorithm fiasco is a nightmare, and it's it's affected us a little bit, to be quite honest. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's not. People think that it's if you like the video more, it'll come up in suggestions, which is kind of true. But yeah. uh, what it seems like it's more of it, YouTube is just favoring people who can upload really long videos that people watch all the way through Yeah, with really high frequency. So if you upload 10 or 20 minute videos every single day, YouTube is going to throw you into more videos because they want they want people to watch your whole video. And yeah. we edit our stuff and we have jobs well not me anymore yeah <laughs> but i just make these i but have a job my job like for shoddy cast i make one really heavily edited video it takes me all week to make it and then they fart it out if i only made that video every week youtube would never throw me anywhere yeah and it's a pretty it's not a whole full 10 minute video because it's so heavily edited mm-hmm. and yeah so that we don't get suggested as much anymore so that's just it's the way it is. Look, you look yeah. at somebody like the completionist. Yeah, the completionist works an insane amount. He sometimes he sleeps in that office. Yeah, like a, like very often he sleeps in that yeah. office. Um, and he's not being suggested anymore. He's not doing as well. Yeah. His numbers have tanked because of this stupid algorithm change. Yeah. He used to be doing great. A lot of people are affected by it. NerdSync. Also got mm-hmm. affected by it. He actually had to let go everyone who worked on the channel but him wow yeah that is he crazy. couldn't afford to pay everybody that's not okay yeah i mean i mean that's unfortunately the way it had to go yeah um they gotta change some stuff yeah pat the nas punk did a did a podcast on it you have to constantly he, if your job is youtube you have to change with YouTube. and he talked about yeah like you have to change with youtube because uh, and you also have to like diversify what you do 
because a lot of people who are relying on solely YouTube are finding that that's not working and they need yeah. to like find other avenues. See, Shoddycast brought in me to add another show for, to the week. Yeah. Because if they have a show every day, they'll mm. fit into the algorithm. Yeah. The only problem is that my show is just not long. Yeah. So that's, you got to change with YouTube. Like, look at all the animators, all the old animators back yeah. in the day. They couldn't, uh, one day, they used to make, you know, one minute videos and they'd roll in all this money. And then one day YouTube's just like, no, you're not being promoted anymore. And they just shut down the the way the ad revenue worked for really short videos. Yeah. So Aaron Hansen, Ego Raptor, used to work at Newgrounds. Then he moved on to put all of his stuff on YouTube. And then that happened at the same time that he started Game Grumps. Game Grumps were 10-minute long videos, really easy to make, and he could just fart them all out. Yeah. So he went from making animations. That wasn't working. Then he immediately went to doing yeah. gameplay because that was working. So you got you to gotta adapt a little bit. And, um, and that's why we do one hour long podcast, by yeah. the way, because we know that watch time is more important. That's why this used to be an edited 10 minute long video. Yeah. And now it's an hour long podcast because watch time is more important now. That's the only reason why we did it. And because we wanted to interact. with One people. final note. Um, Classic Game Room, uh, that YouTube channel has now started putting things on Amazon Prime. And according to him, like that's giving him a better payout. Really? Yeah. That's very interesting. Uh, what YouTube has been giving him. Um, it, it's apparently it's really hard to put stuff on Amazon and uh, f- not everything's up there, but slowly but surely he said he's going to put everything up there. That's very interesting. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you the stuff. I didn't, I didn't consider that. Found on that. There's also a very long comment, but we're running a long yeah. time, so I'll uh, read it afterwards. Tevia, Will, any opinion on Civil War 2 being spoiled in a tie-in? I did not know it was. Uh, I don't care because Civil War 2 has not been good. <laughs> and it was, it's was it been delayed, and they added an extra issue on it, so it's not surprising that they would spoil, uh, spoil it in an, an Italian comic. I mean, this has been happening with events where, like, they'll get delayed and they'll add an extra issue because, oh, it's a big event. But, like, the rest of the books that are supposed to, like, have their status quo changed by the event have to still come out. So they'll just move forward. This happens a lot more at Marvel than it does DC for some reason. Fred, the only one to use the hashtag WolfDenLive ever. Yes. Uh, two things. Why is May the best character in Overwatch? Also, hi, guys. She is not. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and the other one, what kind of lighting should I have to play Doom? Uh, the current Doom, you know, I don't know. It doesn't really, the honestly, lighting doesn't really matter. Honestly, when people turn the lights off to watch movies, it kind of bothers me a little bit. Yeah. When you're watching movies with like a group of friends, they're like, turn the lights off. I'm like, Come, do you have to? <laughs> I mean, it depends. I mean, sometimes it's better. Yeah, you just turn the lights off when you go to the movie theater. I know. The there. I know, but I don't want to look at anybody. Right. Uh, f- I don't know. For games, I always felt like that was a little bit much. You know, I've, you I've, never, I've, never, played, I've never played horror games. I'm just much. saying turn the lights off because it's, it's supposed to be like a horror game or whatever. Yeah. Do whatever the hell you want. Light, get the hue lights and just have yeah. red. Just have red <laughs> around your room. Uh, Tevia also asked, do I think Clone Conspiracy is horrible? No, I actually think it's pretty interesting. I just hope it doesn't turn into the clone saga. Gilbert. Everyone, we're moving to Vimeo. That's what he said. If, you know, we can make ad revenue on I Vimeo. I think that, that you can. Really? Yeah. Oh, and James Morano sends a kissy face. I think it's actually Jerry. <laughs> oh, oops. Uh, Jerry says, oh, your sweater is a little big. Thank you so much. 
You're a little big. Yes. <laughs> Flaming Blue Skull says, hey, Bob, I wish I could quit my job, too. Just do it. Yeah, responsibility. What's that? Or, you know what? Just make 500 YouTube videos. <laughs> don't do that. I don't recommend that to anybody. Uh, Royale, which one do you prefer, Ken or Ryu? Ryu. Yeah, Ryu. Ryu. Who are we kidding? Yeah. Ken's the, the American one. Yeah. But he's not nearly as... He's not... No. Yeah, so no. It's Ryu. You want Ryu. Um, Dan, actually. Yeah, Dan Hibiki. Um... Fred brings up my stream that the art stream that I usually do after this. Yeah, I am not going to do it tonight. Really, I am behind schedule like crazy. <laughs> I'm still trying to get used to. Yeah, this. But uh, yes, I'm very. I I said that I was going to do more Twitch streams, mm -hmm. and I tonight I am is the first time I am doing less Twitch streams. <laughs> but I swear, I will make up for it in the coming weeks. Uh, Aaron Lowen says, how long will Titanfall 2 multiplayer stay relevant? How long do average multiplayer games stay relevant? This is an interesting question. This is an interesting, it's just, this is an interesting question I've been trying to figure out. Because there is no solid answer. Everybody wants to be the multiplayer yeah. game that you play forever, all the time. Mm -hmm. Like They want to be your Overwatch. They want to be your Call of Duty. Titanfall 2 is not going to last very long. I'm pretty sure it didn't. I'm pretty sure it already tanked. I think um, it was. I think it was number nine in the October NPDs. That is November terrible. NPDs. Yeah, it didn't sell well, yeah. which is already a bad sign. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing: Rainbow Six didn't sell well, yeah. or it 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 came out. And nobody really liked it. It was yeah. like okay, I didn't like it. I'm not a huge Rainbow Six yeah. fan. Now it's got bigger numbers than it's ever had, even when it launched. I I think the secret, you know, what from what I've seen, is you need to. The developers need to actively support it yes. constantly, and they need to make any additions to the game free. Because yes, Halo Five you has, need to support your community. Halo Five has a very strong uh, multiplayer base. All the DLC for that game is free, so everybody can get it and. Everybody is on the same page. Nobody is blocked off behind a paywall. And I think Rainbow Six Siege did the same thing. Yes. But in the case of Halo, I think they did that because they saw that it wasn't doing as good as the other Halos. No, they made that decision before the game came out. Oh. Well, it's not doing as good as the other Halos. It's not, well, that's because the single player is apparently garbage. Right. But um, Halo is one of the few games that actually does both. There's another game recently that is doing better now than it did when it came out and i don't remember i think wow the newest expansion really is the biggest that it's ever been or oh, something wow. like that like that's the thing you know there is no like magic there's things you can do to kind of help but there's no magic formula that is gonna yeah. say like your game's gonna be great forever think... titanfall they can pull out they can pull out titanfall yeah. especially because call of duty kind of bombed yeah call of duty apparently did half as good as uh last year's that is awful that is terrible for call of duty yeah yeah <laughs> for every other well, no game. because they spent a lot of money on that yeah <laughs> um the only other game i could think of that like came back with a vengeance like after a bad launch was final fantasy 14 the mmo because apparently when that came out it was considered one of the worst mmos ever made 
then they relaunched it as a realm of born and now it's considered one of the best mmos ever made that's very interesting yeah uh god i don't know yeah. um i know uh star wars the old republic tried to do that yeah didn't work out too well i think the eldest scrolls online kind of did that it came out nobody liked it and then they fixed it yeah kind of uh tevia bob do you think overwatch deserved game of the year over uncharted 4 yes yes even i think that uh uncharted 4 was amazing but uncharted i mean uncharted 4 was amazing but overwatch there's just there's a certain level of polish and there's a certain amount of like perfection in how simple it is yeah like it's so hard to balance a game like that where all of the characters are so vastly different and they did such a good job also too at least this is just me sometimes like you have to admit when something is a legit phenomenon and overwatch this year was yeah uncharted 4 maybe it was the better game but we've seen uncharted games before overwatch is new it's exciting and naughty dog has won a lot yes they want naughty dog has won enough awards they can take a break for a while yeah and they won some yeah Last of Us, one of the best games of all time. Uncharted 4 is amazing, but yeah. Overwatch, great. I would also suggest checking out Hyperlight Drifter. Mm. Another great game this year. Uh, let's take like one more. Okay. Jonathan says No Man's Sky? No Man's Sky could pull it out. I think they could pull it out. Yeah. They got to work really hard and they they're too small of a lot. studio. Yeah. But I think they could pull it out. Scrolling around looking yeah, for a just topic. looking for. Maybe I should have just left it there. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, the feistiest ninja. Will, when are you going to quit your job and do YouTube full time? Um, Never. He's got. Yeah, I, I, I got a. <laughs> yeah, I got a pretty, pretty sweet job right now. <laughs> Guys, that's it. Yeah, I guess that'll be it. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for chatting with us. Thank you for putting up with me and my condition with all the and the <clears throat> and the wiping of my farts nose you farted i did i smelled it in the middle i thought you just felt the couch vibrate guys lootcrate.com slash wolf den use the promo code wolf den 10 percent off first crate get it for your uh girlfriend's brother or your girlfriend if she's into that you know it's like 14 bucks yeah. or something i don't know save two dollars yeah something ish like yeah almost don't forget to go to friggin uh itunes soundcloud google if you're play, listening to us. this if you're listening to this in audio format make sure to subscribe on itunes soundcloud and google play also make sure to rate us and review us there because that helps us with placement very much and use the hashtag wolfden live to talk to us yep we will get to you in the next video or leave a comment mm-hmm Thank you guys very much. Oh, ah, I'm just going to run over there. Okay. Uh, while you do that, uh, Oki Drift says congratulations on the 50th episode. Thank you. Yes, this has been 50 episodes. We've been doing this for all of 2016, and hopefully we can do it in 2017. Thank you very much. Goodbye.